everyone, this is Jordan here. This is me in post-production mode. We decided because we started talking a lot about our bowl experiences and all our bowl reviews, recaps, that we were going to cut this one into two parts. So this is part one. This goes from the New Orleans Bowl all the way through to the end of the 28th, which was the Texas Bowl. The other half will come out later this week. But first, before we get into it, a message from our commissioner. Hey, Commissioner Escalante here. I just wanted to thank everybody again for all the donations that we received uh, for the Sickos Give Back Charity Drive. We raised $5,686 for the Iowa City Food Bank there, community crisis, and we definitely do appreciate everybody's donations. It was an amazing time, and we, we, we wanted to thank everybody again for this, and really, our goal was $2,000, and, and everybody just went above and beyond, nearly triple the goal that we had. So thank everybody. Regarding the raffle for the winner of the $100 gift card to the Onion Store who we're not affiliated with, wanted to let you know uh, we're going to spin a wheel right here. A random number selector. We, we logged all the emails and everything like that, which took a little bit longer than we, we hope. So thank you for bearing with us and being patient over the holidays. I uh, just wanted to let you know. Uh, Jordan, go ahead and, and put a, a wheel spinning noise here if you want to. But I wanted to let you know the, the winner of the raffle and the $100 gift card to The Onion goes to Braden Roberts. Uh, I did just email you earlier today, Braden. Just wanted to let you know. Um, thank you so much for your generous donation. And I will email you the, the gift card, so keep an eye out for that. Again, thank you so much for your donations and everybody else's donation to the Sickos Give Back Food Drive. Okay, everyone ready? Sure. Welcome, oh. everyone. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was saying Beth, Beth is going to pop in at some yeah, point in time. In. Just wanted to let you know that. Fine. That's great. I don't Welcome, know everyone. God damn it. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Sickles Committee Podcast. This is Welcome our back. recap of bowl season, but not all of it, except we covered the first couple. So now we're here to cover the rest. Our goal today is can we cover each game in as much information as we feel like giving you about it as much as we feel like we have to say about it with me tonight as always is commissioner escalante and we have pit girl andrew and later on we'll have beth pop in i realized the last time beth popped in i didn't actually introduce her when she popped in so on the recording it's just like another voice jumps in it was wonderful mm. oh yeah no it was very no introduction commish how's your how's your holiday season been how did things go how you doing i haven't seen you in a while <laughs> the holidays were great it was a uh... I didn't have to go anywhere this year. It was fantastic. Like I was home base the whole time. I did have to work a lot at my real job, which was very frustrating. You sounded so fucking miserable those days. It was like I like I I know your general your general vibe at this point after so many years, and you just sounded fucking miserable. When when I work in, I don't want to get too far detailing. We get stuff from different state governments, Mm -hmm. and so I just start cussing out states. So I'll just be like, "Fuck you, Montana." What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, God damn you, New Jersey. Like, I'm just, listen, under my breath, just cussing out. What the fuck is your Whole problem? I like North this. Carolina. You know, I was like, like what? why do you want this? Iowa? You know, I'm just like. Off-season show idea, commission rank states. Just on vibe alone. Commission rank states by regulatory agencies. Yes. I like okay. that. Oh, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. It's our, just reading the list. Our, our first like 10,000 download seconds. show. Oh, yeah. Jumping through so many freaking hoops, and I was like, just screaming states at the top of my lungs, and, and just, just oh, just so frustrated. It was great. I, I got a bunch of tamales, so that was fantastic. I made some Italian you know, pasta for Christmas dinner. I nice. I was going to make, like, the stuffed manicotti, mm-hmm. but I made a mistake and bought the cannelloni, which... The opening is is much smaller on the cantaloni. It is. It yeah. is. So so I'm I'm cussing under my I, I cussed a lot over the holidays. I realize this now. Apparently so, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but I'm cussing as I'm trying to stuff the ricotta cheese inside. <laughs> I, like, I can't fit it in and I'm trying not to like break the pasta at the same time. Such so it's like anger. you're just angry. Oh, that's such anger. I love it. You're just like angry, but like still trying to be delicate at the same time. It's like, oh, <laughs> it worked out good. It came out great, though. That was my holiday fun. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm good. Holidays are great. Family was all here, busy with them. My my teams went zero and three, and we'll get to this. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they uh, did. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there. Um, you know, back to back as well as Ugh. I've described. I think on the podcast before, I went to Michigan undergrad. I went to UCLA Masters, and then now I'm at Ohio State for a PhD. And we'll probably do like a what the hell is that? 
podcast at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, cover, we'll get there. That back-to-back was like being punched in the face and then punched in the stomach. So that was, that was good. But other than that, I'm great. Hey, girl, how was yours? It was good. It was good. A pit boyfriend family does a bar crawl on Christmas Eve, which is nice. always super fun. Slightly less fun this year because pit boyfriend got COVID afterwards. Okay. Oh. So I spent last week working from home, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, but we're all good. It's all good in the obnoxiously pit household. Happy New Year. I went out to my in-laws. I told them about this thing that I'm doing. (laughs) They did not understand it, but they accepted it. It it felt, it felt like coming out in a very small way and that they were just (laughs) very confused and were like, Hey, you know what? If it makes you happy, I don't really care. The night we got there, we had dinner for 27 people. What? It was 17 adults and 10 kids. It was the night we flew in. Oh, no. It was chaos. It was fun and wonderful. This isn't the largest family gathering I'd ever had out there. Wow. It gets bigger. But this was this was just the biggest one we had this time. 17 is a lot of people. It's a big house. You can get away from people. But it's a lot. And there were at least six under the age of seven. Chaos. <laughs> After that all finished, though, it was a nice, quiet weekend out there for the most part. And kiddo had a good time. That's all that really matters. And yeah, it was, we got back. I flew on Southwest. I I flew on Southwest on the 28th of December. And I think I was the only flight in this nation that was on time. <laughs> both sides. Wow. I was so excited. I felt Did like you I bet the lottery? I, I got a lot of tickets for tonight, by the way. Oh, when's the drawing? Not, it's no, not until oh, minutes. All right. Also, in 45 <laughs> minutes, when I become a multimillionaire and I, and I buy all of you out. <laughs> and by buy you out i mean literally going to make you my personal assistance from now on out just so you know to make oh, your lives easier too sounds good. i don't have many needs as long as i don't have to cuss at states anymore i that's I'd be you happy. know i you know what i'm Maybe gonna cut this part but i would love to stop cussing at the state of pennsylvania so yes yeah there we go <laughs> you know it's funny commission and i are the only like who else looks at the email accounts is it just you and me I think it's just me and you uh, with the emails. Yeah. So we have so we have the Sickles Committee email account. We get all sorts of things in there. But something we've had a lot come up with lately are people asking us for jobs or internships, which is adorable. <laughs> you guys think we're well putting up together. <laughs> have this. I love that about you. What about us makes you think we're that organized? I know it's adorable. I love it, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for joining in. Oh, Kevin's joined us. Hi, Kevin. Hey, hi. But yeah, people are just writing us being like, hey, you guys got internships or jobs or whatever? You know what? Y'all, if we had if we had jobs or internships available, y'all would be the first to know. I promise you. <laughs> I mean, just checking out the the emails and, and like, you know, I, I check it periodically throughout the day, probably more than Jordan, because Jordan likes the unread emails. Yeah, as we know. Ah! Yes, he's, he's no. a big fan of that. Uh, so, yeah, don't, don't, okay, don't do it. But no. so, like, like, like we get emails. It's just like I, oh, you can't even see it. I, I can't. Oh even God, see it. my oh, yeah. it's oh, in oh, the no. five digits. Oh, yeah, yeah, low, low five digits, eleven thousand. So, so likely, if you got no. <laughs> I'm like, bored. I'm stressed. Likely, if you get a reply from the account, it's most likely commissioner. Yeah, usually it's replying to it because I mean, like, we just get emails that's just like, I love, I'd love to join the committee. Uh, if you're looking for somebody, I, I love your Twitter account. I, I really would like to work for you. And I'm like, <laughs> let us get everything settled, like, first, and then we'll talk about it. I mean, we get yeah. these messages on in- our Instagram too. It's like, man, I really love you. I would really love to, to, uh, you know, handle your Instagram and, and, and post all this stuff for you. And I'm like, uh, you know, really. The most I'm doing on the Instagram right now is just posting our beveled images there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do like tweets to the story, and then sometimes like the if I try to post on the Instagram like the video, I can't get the cropping right. Give us a follow because we don't know what we're doing, and it's kind of how we started on Twitter. And by the way, guys, thank you by the way for all of you go getters out there who are actually sending those emails, being like, "Hey." Can I work for you? I'm not going to like shame you and make you feel like you shouldn't no. be doing that because that is a great thing. We are just not put together enough to accept those emails. <laughs> that is us. That is not you. There's a difference. <laughs> no, I mean, I love it. They're shooting their shot. They're like, hey, let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I want to join this committee. I would like to do this and, and work for these folks. And uh, I mean, I, it's it's flattering to us that like people think, uh, as we, are we really disorganized? We're not. We're not organized at all. We don't have 
like anything set up. We're working on it, I promise. And, and hopefully soon to come. I, I keep going back. I, again, this is a Seinfeld reference, but when Kramer had an intern, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just in the Seinfeld episode, and that went horribly wrong and Kramer couldn't prove he had a business, I feel like we would have trouble explaining <laughs> what we do to a college to try to give I some sort of internship credit. It'd get, be some, get, some, get some dual credit here. It's fine. No. Have them send over, have, have them send over their, you. have them send over their, uh, their, their paperwork. We'll take care of that for sure. <laughs> I'm really, care. I'm really good at paperwork guys. As you can probably tell, I'm really good <laughs> at it. I'll mention it a little more later, but as I've been talking to people who in person, to people who know us and have met me for the first time and find out where I'm from, and their questions are always like, so how many people do you guys actually have behind this thing? I was like, well, it, it varies because they go, because it feels like I'm talking to like 12 personalities at once sometimes. I was like, yeah, that's, you know, that we, Surprise, we, are, you are. we are very much a lot of person. There there are a lot of personalities you can squish into a single Twitter account and a podcast and a couple other things. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I mentioned this earlier today, but I really enjoy the... Twitter account's ability to be its own reply guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where it's very obviously someone else behind the keyboard replying, just like. Oh, yeah. Whether it's making fun of ourselves or agreeing with or taking a different angle on just the. One of my favorite things about this whole thing is just the different voices behind the one face. <laughs> It's also very funny when our followers are like trying to guess who it is and they guess somebody who's like on the podcast or a common reply person who does not have the keys to the account, <laughs> which has happened because one time somebody thought it was me. When Joster put out the all the schools and people loved that because yes. then it became a big game of, oh my God, what is this combination of people like? <laughs> and the best was- <laughs> That's actually the just all the schools I've attended. <laughs> The, the best one is we had a we had a we had a Princeton person in our mentions going like oh a Dartmouth guy I guess that explains it like I, <laughs> it, like, like that explains me getting like me fucking things up <laughs> seriously they were going after you and you were going back and forth with them I was, Princeton Dartmouth everyone I said I said something like fight me but I might be too drunk to do it which it's about right. <laughs> There were a few on that table that I wasn't entirely sure who they belonged to. Like, I didn't know we had an Illinois alum in this round table of ours. Yeah, I can't remember who it is right now. Yeah, we had the, we we left out Penn State, we left out Michigan mm-hmm. State. There's yeah, UTSA, we left out, minor, left out minor Texas. Left out, yeah. yeah. I mean, like LSU, Tulane. I mean, there's so many more on that. I mean, like the, the Michigan. The Michigan State. State alum has not appeared on the podcast, but is one of the most frequent voices on the Twitter account, which is yeah, fun need... when people try to guess because they know names from this. <laughs> that's that's and why not everyone like a... on here is on there, and not everyone like a great on the shell account game. is on I love here. It. It's a giant shell game where we're just like hiding things. It's wonderful. Yeah, it, it's fun for me personally when we have all these different college fandoms because it it adds so much to the account itself. Yeah. Because honestly, if it was just myself and maybe just Jordan or one or two others, uh, there's no way we could keep up with everything. So everybody has their own fan perspective and they bring it all in and, and we make sure we watch everything. And then we got all the inside background details. I, I think the fun part in the beginning when, uh, there was a lot of pit fans that were just like, okay, there, there's got to be a pit person in this account. Like it's when, we, I, when I kept when I kept swapping out pit logos yes. or putting pit logos in the wrong color, or <laughs> I, I yeah I I, I, used, like, I used the block pit in like the navy, <laughs> and they were like, okay, someone here has to be an insider. I was like, yeah, yeah. No, I, you have a pit insider, and the rest of us spend too much pit time pitter. around pit. My, my friggin' again, my friggin' timeline, like on my personal account, is a lot of pit Twitter. I've realized. Mm-hmm. When basketball plays, just scrolling, mm-hmm. just just yelling, oh, God. yelling volleyball. A significant thing. chunk of the rest of, of my recommended tweets are pit or pit adjacent at this point. God, <laughs> and... uh, you guys are not the first people I've done this to. My dad's from Pittsburgh, so you know, even though I'm I'm from New Orleans, my dad's from Pittsburgh, so all the pit flavor I'm used to already. So 
definitely uh, understand the, the pit flavor. So we've got our bowl game. We're going to start back on the 21st of December. First one was the New Orleans Bowl. That was Western Kentucky absolutely beating the crap out of Southern Alabama, who I thought was going to hold in longer than the actual South, South Alabama. South oh, Alabama. Yeah. God damn, damn it. Mo- We're going to do Mobile. the Mobile again. All right. Mobile. Oh, no. <laughs> Mobile. Oh, no. I, okay, I even asked my like, my super California in-laws about this. They're like, it's Mobile. Okay, fine. It's just me. <laughs> like, you still can't. You think everybody is in on you pronouncing Mobile differently. I have, I have asked know. a whole bunch of people you this last couple weeks, guys. People from California. <laughs> Only really interesting about this was that Big Red was on Bourbon Street. Big Red was hanging out, living the life. I did not see him with beads in his mouth, no. which is probably the saddest thing. I was hoping for just like a mouthful of beads. The the RNL carriers, like the old school ad, they've been running for like seventeen straight years. They updated it, and I was I was I furious. That. I was like, oh, well, how would you update this? I was all, I was so happy to see it again. It's like something that was was just never changing, and then the RNL carriers had to change the ad and, and update it. I'm like, no, like an old friend getting a haircut unexpectedly. No. So it's like upsetting. if Hershey decided to update the the Christmas ad with the kisses. They did. Oh, what? They changed it this year on YouTube. I saw a yeah, version that started yeah. with that, and then it jumps into like a little jazz mix. And no. It comes oh. to a family. Oh. It's really, okay. it's really disorienting. That's horrifying. I only saw the classic version on TV this year, thankfully. We're getting to the point where that would be cheese it changing the I'm feeling the cheesiest coach commercial. And yeah, I don't know how they, I feel about they, that. If they have a new commercial and it's it's something with Chad Z in it. Um, definitely. Oh, we'll, get to, we'll get to fucking Chad we'll Z. To, we'll get to Chad Z. I got, some, I got some fucking opinions on Chad Z, y'all. Got some fucking opinions. <laughs> then the Armed Forces Bowl. That was the game I went to and it was so goddamn cold, guys. I don't I'm think so I can happy explain you to you inside for that. <laughs> I I am too. I don't know how I would have made it that night. I showed up in all of my layers, like smart northeasterner with the hand warmers, with everything. I would not have made it outside. First off, if TCU's press box didn't want their password given away, they should not have given it to me. That's issue <laughs> one. That's on them, not me. When I went to when I went to Las Cruces, New Mexico, they had the thing with like the password and everything. And I was just like, okay, this is the first time us ever being allowed. I can't make a mistake. Uh, like I took the thing and I like cut off the the password. And I was like, I didn't want to give it away. And me just fucked it up straight on. <laughs> Whatever. Or like, knocks it out of the park. Hell yeah. That's Again, right. We contain the best, multitudes. <laughs> the best was the best was the armed forces bowl responding to something we posted the next day, being like, "Hey, would have gotten back to you sooner. Internet was slow for some reason." <laughs> beautiful. It was a beautiful tweet. That one. Beautiful. It was. It was great. Uh, shout out to all the great folks I met there in the media, as well as the TCU communication staff. A lot and, of folks came up to me and said that what we did, like loved what we did, which was bizarre. It felt like I said, it always feels a little Fight Club. Like I go in and someone behind the counter just leans and goes, we love what you're, love what you're doing. I'm like, who are you? Oh my God. Like, you know, what are, so bizarre. No, you also, next, you got to meet Big Game Boomer. I sat next to Big Game Boomer, in fact. So it was wonderful. It was great to talk to people. It was great to sort of get out there. Uh, shout out to the Baylor band, by the way. The Baylor band who was there and froze their asses off and still played. The first half, because we were getting live tweets from the band, the first half, they couldn't play because their instruments froze. And I was like, oh, you have to use that special oil. They're like, no, we did that. It still froze because oh, it was that cold. Yeah. So apparently they went in before halftime, warmed things up. There's videos of them trying to pull the slides of the trombones out. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Ran onto the field, played very out of tune, but they played, God bless them, and then ran back. And then I got the clarinet pictures. And I think you guys have all seen those. Yes. Where yes. someone's the condensation froze in the bell of the clarinet and had a little like icicle hanging down and it was like i posted it i don't go on facebook anymore because i have lots of like old band director friends in my past life there fucking hammered that on facebook <laughs> just to see the horrified faces and the best role band director is going that's a wooden clarinet why did you take a wooden clarinet outside like panicking <laughs> these people would do it <laughs> they're freaking out i think that was the it was the second coldest bowl game ever yeah it was 13 when they kicked off. There was two other bowl games that, that were, I think, kicked off at 12 degrees. So that that was uh, not pleasant for Baylor. And, and windy as shit. 
I just yeah, I can't describe people. to you. Yeah. Oh, they were insane. I don't know how they didn't lose these. <laughs> they should have lost nipples in that thing. I don't know how they survived it. <laughs> was there a shirtless? There was a shirtless Baylor fan that had yeah. painted himself green, mm-hmm. and then he—I think he had under forty-three and a half on him. Yeah, and oh, then it went yes. over he or something. I think that's what back. happened. Yes. Yeah, he had a number painted, and then we couldn't find him anymore after it went uh, over. <laughs> uh, it, it, things were freezing on site. I haven't seen that since I lived in the Northeast. Like I have not seen that in a long ass time. I also had to get in t- at TCU. They've rebuilt that stadium. When they joined the Big 12, they, they gutted it and did a lot of new things. Press box really nice. But to get into the press box, you have to go through a loading dock. And y'all finding the loading dock while I was freezing. Because it's like down and behind the stand. And when they say loading dock, they're not like, oh, it's the door next to the like It's the loading dock. And their elevator, much like the elevator at the Independence Bowl. That froze, yes. Was, was also freezing on and off. So they <laughs> oh, said, no. hey, you can get on. You're going to risk it. It's like, I will take the stairs. So four flights up, got to sit said got to sit in the press box. I really decided that I prefer sitting down. Like I re- given the chance, I prefer sitting in the crowd because it's a very different vibe. In the press mm-hmm. box, you're, you know, you're not supposed to cheer. You're not supposed to. But I'm I'm internet media, so fuck it. Like I don't look like a sports guy anyway, so who cares? But you know, you you know, being like, holy shit, did you see that? Is not good. But down in the crowd, it's, I like the vibe of the crowd. I understand why a lot of the folks that we talk to about sports end up sitting in the crowd most of the time anyways if they're just going to a game to have fun because it's way more fun in the crowd but at nine degrees it was not i felt that way when i did college radio too i called basketball well i I did studio for basketball games but i never called a football game in part because i just really liked being a fan i will say that the kicking in this game was atrocious for two reasons one that ball was frozen solid and every time they kicked it i'm in the press box and i could hear Someone's oh. toe fracturing against that thing. I don't know how they didn't end up with like fractured toes at this. And two, the wind was coming so hard across the top of that stadium that if a ball went up more than about 20 feet off the field, it would just go the other way. So the punts were all like, at one point, Baylor kept trying to, Baylor punted on their first two drives. We're trying to punt straight in the wind and each punt went like 10 yards. And we were just like, no, this ain't it, man. Like, don't do this, Baylor. Just. Go for it on fourth. Do something else. This is not the correct answer. Great game. Loved it. Gave out. Yeah, gave that all was my, a fun one. Gave all my hand warmers out. When I realized I was going to be in the in this in the booth, I gave all my hand warmers out to the uh, hand warmers out to the um, parking attendants because they were fucking freezing. I was like, you know what? You guys had these. This is uh, Air Force's third straight ten win season, not counting uh, 2020 because they didn't even play ten games. But 2019, 21, and 22. At least it's, 10 wins, so... It's insane that in my mind, this is a disappointing Air Force season, because I thought that, like, like in my mind, I had them very much picked early on in the year as being the G5 team. But seeing them at 10-3, and three, I like, I don't know what else... That's great. 10-3 and three and disappointed with Air Force is a wild position to be in. Right. But I'm kind of with you. You just... They you, were... You, you're both upset that they didn't win the Mountain West. That's, that's they, well, that's what it yes. was. They were yeah. in contention there deep into the season. And it's just like, okay, wow, okay. Yeah. Which is... You would expect them... You were hoping for them to make at least the Mountain West title game, and they didn't make... Uh, they're in the, they're in the, the Mountain, right? There. They're in the Mountain, uh, I right? I believe they are, yes. Yes, because it was Boise I mean, and then Wyoming in the West. Well, and yeah. they had the, the game late to decide who was going to win that. So we go on to the next day and we start with Shreveport. Oh, yeah. Independence Bowl. Yes. This is the same problem. The weather was not as bad, but it was still super cold in Shreveport. So same kicking problems because the ball was just made of ice and hatred. And same elevator problems because people were stuck in the elevator at the Independence oh, no, it, Bowl. It broke. The elevator broke. And no one from either of these fan bases or Shreveport was prepared for that weather either. It was just... Well, I mean, they're, they're from mayhem. Houston and Lafayette. They're, they're yeah, exactly. No, I'm, they shouldn't be. I'm <laughs> no. not saying they should. <laughs> it's like an Arctic blast. And for me, it was amazing because it was the full-on Shreveport on display. It's the Bunky Perkins holiday. Basically, you know, he, he represents Shreveport. The Sickos Committee, the spiritual home and headquarters is in Shreveport. Just a whole bunch of dudes not wearing shirts or wearing like camo overalls. Mm-hmm. Just just in the crowd. Lots of camo. And everything. Lots of camo. Lots there of was camo. a lot yes. of camo. Because, I mean, really, that, that area is, is, is deer hunting country. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when it gets cold, they have a lot of camo. All of their cold gear is camo. Yeah, when so I, when I lived go. in that part of the country, it was the yeah. same thing. If it got below freezing... 
everybody else was in camo. Because <laughs> that's all you got. If you're going to go at like four in the morning, three in the morning to go hunting at the coldest part of the day or, or night or whatever, basically it, it's it's a lot of fun. Just Just throw the camo on, put on the crazy hunting cap and just go enjoy it. There was one dude with a shirtless and he had an Iowa State beanie on, which yes. didn't make any yeah, sense. I never. Oh my god, man! He must have booked those tickets in advance, expecting Iowa I State. I mean, he was hoping on. for the Iowa State. Like you know, you see that for like maybe like a Sugar Bowl or something. You were hoping to get there, but Iowa State they set their hopes at Independence Bowl level this year, and that fan <laughs> booked the Independence Bowl tickets. I hope <laughs> God, I hope that's what it was. That's someone who what didn't I want it to be. Yeah, I think you're fine now. Talk, talk Beth. Hi. Yep, you're recording now. Uh, bump up your volume just a little bit. How's that? Uh, do you need the show note link, Beth? I think I just found it. Don't mind me. I've been playing Living on a Prayer for the last three hours. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason Lafayette lost this game was because they had three turnovers. Otherwise, they would have had Houston. That's basically how this game went. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's the, the Cougar Coaster. You, you never know what's going to happen. Whee! <laughs> I'm... I'm, I had the urge to reinstall Roller Coaster Tycoon again, and I'm going to do it. Oh, and yes. I'm just going to I'm just going to label everything the Cougar Coaster. Every park's going to have a Cougar Coaster. And it's going to be Intensity gonna... 10, Excitement 10, <laughs> Nausea 10. Is, do, I need, do, do I need to be bright red? <laughs> yep. Bright red. I mean, do I need to start making entertainment abattoirs in that program again? Oh, yes. God. That's, <laughs> that's such a polite way of saying it. Yes. I mean, is it? <laughs> Avatar is a fancy word. True. <laughs> I was going to say the Cajuns were up 16-6. Yeah. That at, was... at one point at, at halftime, and then they didn't score anymore. It was just, it just stopped. Oh. The, the Cougars, just they, they owned the entire second half, outscored them 17-0 in the second half. We go on Dana to the, g- the, the Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> Gasparilla. Gasparilla. From the Gasparilla region of Spain. It's it's sort of like near Toledo, but a little more Galatian. So it's a little sounds a little more Portuguese. It's 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 up in there somewhere. Toledo and Portugal and Toledo and Galatia are nowhere near each other. I'm not 100 percent sure. No, okay, that works. Yes. Perfectly. That's exactly what I want. Leave it up. Uh, wake one. No, that's fine. I I, I meant to make it confusing. Wake one. This believe- geography is well documented at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I believe that Toledo is mentioned prop uh, is mentioned prominently in the Book of Galatians in the Bible. There we go. Yeah. See, perfect. All that, all that is right. That's all right. <laughs> there might be a Galicia near Toledo, Ohio. I really don't know. There that probably part is. Of the country too well. I guess <laughs> there's a Galena that's pretty darn close. That's probably yeah, it. There we go. That counts. Uh, Wake won this game 27-17. Mizzou looked like they were going to win it for a bit, and then just the wheels came off on them. I think the the most interesting thing about this was that at some point, Wake was up 14-3. to and let Mizzou get back in the game, basically. Like, they had the chance to put Mizzou out, and they just couldn't do it. Well, it Mizzou ended up being... Yeah, it ended up being 27-17, but that's kind of... That's not indicative of the game, because that was in the last two minutes. Once Wake took, Wake took the lead in the third quarter, and then it still looked like it was going to be a close game the whole way through. I just want to give a shout-out to Luther Burden the third. It's basically there's there's no time left, like maybe like a minute left, and they're down ten, and it's fourth and thirty three. So they throw a, a pass to Luther Burn the third, and he just puts out maximum effort, trying so hard to pick up this fourth and thirty three with like absolutely no chance to do it, but just just goes flying, gets like twenty something yards, gets like flipped up in the air, just throwing his body recklessly. Uh, just just showing all effort for Mizzou, it, it really with nothing to gain. It, disappointing that his knee was actually down when he caught it, so it yeah. didn't really count. But I just want to applaud the effort there because, you know, I, I, I made a tweet. I was like, this man was really trying hard on fourth and 33. And, like, some Mizzou fans took it as I was hurting them or, like, making fun of them, which, again, when you have a sicko avatar, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to take it the right way, but no, I just want to give him just the effort to do that against all odds and down 10 with like no time left on fourth and 33. Just, I, I appreciate that. I, that's all I want to say on that. Anyone else have any Gasparriable takes? I mean, the treasure I mean, chest is, is always any, nice. 
The treasure chest was nice. The trophy's nice. Kamish, it's hard sometimes to sell trying as a compliment. When I was a kid, (laughs) my dad got all of us together. I'm one of six. And, like, he was trying to give us all compliments. So he was like, like, Beth, you're really smart. Jen, you work really hard. Hiram, you're a really good athlete. And Kate, man, you just try. You try, you try, you try, dad. You never stop trying. You just, you're just out there doing your best. She's like, do I ever succeed? Anything's like, just you're. He's like, there's a lot of triers, but you're the best. You're the best trier. So here's to Mizzou, the best triers. (laughs) Okay, I would again. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I applaud the effort. No, it was an awesome play. It was great. I mean, he got like 20-something yards of it. And, I mean, he did like a crazy flip, but it didn't count. Still playing hard to the whistle. Thank you for trying. (laughs) He's a five-star freshman wide receiver, so I appreciate that. And Mizzou fans love him. So I just wanted to say that as a concession because I, I, you know, got a little blowback, and I just wanted to clarify that there. On Christmas Eve... The Hawaii Bowl. This was the most chill 25-23 game I have ever seen. Mitsu won this, but no, at no point did this game ever feel intense. It felt like both teams got off the, onto the island and just decided, like, we're going to do our best. It's fine. I don't feel any need to go real hard here. They played okay. I think the bigger thing to say is that uh, Mitsu won this by two points. They had 185 yards to San Diego State's 363. Um, no, no, no. M- Mitsu had and seventy yards. Yeah, Mitsu had like no yards. They had yeah. they had negative sixty-six yards rushing. That was the number. <laughs> yes. A lot of sacks. Um, a lot of sacks. So San Diego Ouch. State had five turnovers. So I don't know about chill, but they were they were a little, lot, they were a little really uh, bad picks. relaxed with the ball, so to speak, you could yeah. say there. But yeah, negative 66 yards rushing. I think this was the one where we had the graphic that, you know, I think the the graphic department checked out on Christmas Eve because they said Middle Tennessee had had, had 441 turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> like 441 <laughs> interceptions on the graphic. Probably felt like that. It did, like that. it did. But, you know, San Diego State, they're the ones that turned the ball over a bunch. Just an incredible struggle fest. It was a lot of fumbles field goals interceptions it was just it was fun to watch i'll just say that i i really enjoyed that one i this was where i i had talked talked to my i told my in-laws that i had doing this thing i was like oh well here's a good example of an unconventionally attractive game two teams that you may not have heard at, heard of much but this mitsu team beat miami this San Diego State team beat most of the teams they should have this year these are two teams that should be fun to watch and then we got I mean, it was it was not it was not a fun watch. I won't lie, especially to people who are not steeped in our tradition. Uh, my in-laws were much like, "What are we watching?" I was like, "No, this is football." Go, really? It's like, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I Mitsu, mean, if you squint and turn your head kind of sideways, yeah. <laughs> Mitsu managed seventeen yards per drive per drive. Mm-hmm. Mitsu managed to get 30% of their available yards. That means basically wherever they got the ball, what percentage of the yards they moved forward that, that were available to them. They got 30% of those and won they the won. game by two. These so two went a place. combined seven for 33 on third down. Beautiful. <laughs> That's not Brian beautiful. Brian Ferentz is dreaming about this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what we thought the Music City Bowl was going to be. Right. <laughs> Little did we know that offensive genius Brian Ferentz would pull out the good stuff for the Music City Bowl. <laughs> um, well, you got to save we, it until you need it. We can talk We can talk about that a little bit later. We'll, we'll get there, yes. We'll get no, there. I had yeah. I had burned all my credit with my family already at this point by talking both my parents into watching the New Orleans Bowl with me by oh, saying, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. South Alabama is a very good team and Western Kentucky can score loads of points. One of those things turned out to be true. That's I, right. Well, both of them are still true. One of them was less true in that game. South Alabama had a yeah. phenomenal season, but the defense didn't play up to their standard in that game. The, by the time the Hawaii Bowl rolled around, I was watching alone in the living room with my dad walking through occasionally, just get grunting and asking what, why I was still watching this. Why are you still watching this? <laughs> yeah, we, we opined... 
we opined for the Hawaii bowl that they absolutely had just come from Jermaine's luau. And when you eat that much Kahlua pig, you need to nap for at least two or three hours afterward. And it just was that kind of game. So then we had Christmas Day or whatever you do on December 25th. And then we go on to the 26th, which was sort of our like mini Super Bowl because it was the Quick Lane Bowl. And we watched New Mexico State absolutely just play their best and win. And it was a wonderful feeling. It was actually a I really was, good game. It really was. <laughs> yeah, this, it was this is the one that I wish I had like built up more because this was actually a really good game between two teams who were, you know, hanging in there in this season. Bowling Green ends with like my favorite record in the world, which is the great, the six and seven record, which is always a beautiful <laughs> record. Only better one is seven and seven. And I do like the five and eight though. The five and eight five is fun. Five and eight feels real good it's, too. It's, it's just because it's more rare. Diego Pavia, once again, shows up, balls out, and absolutely takes down uh, Bowling Green. He had, he was 17 for 29, 167 yards, two TDs. He ran for 65 more yards. What more do you want from him? Like that's a great game. I would just like to note that a player hit a ref, like not like not exactly like Mike Glass the third hit a ref, okay. but there was a ref Which who was hit by a game. player <laughs> on the second anniversary of Mike Glass hitting a ref in yes! a, uh, playing for EMU in this game. In this game. In this game. Look out, Why is look it this game? Why is it this game? Ref. Detroit's just got that fight energy. Right. <laughs> That's that that it's I believe. Cool. We're gonna have to quick. We're gonna have to christen this thing the Bludgeon Bowl. I like that. <laughs> it's just something about Ford Field. You just want to hit an authority figure. It's all that. No, that right. that checks out. That absolutely. Mm. Checks out. <laughs> you, get, you get some square pizza in you, and you're ready to fight. That's it's, right. like, it's all about Detroit. It's not about pizza. We had our man. Cheese is all the way to the edge. We had our man Chicken Sedan there. We had our Canadian representative who reached out oh. to me. He said that hey. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it <gasps> because there's snow. And I was like, please be safe. Don't go unless you can make it. And then he decides to go and wrecks his car in the snow and tweets that he wrecked his car in the snow. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay. I missed that one. He's okay. Yeah, He's okay. But I was like, don't, don't go unless you can make it. I know the weather's crazy. Don't do it. I mean, I, I have like the direct messages to him, like, don't do it. And then he sends me the picture of him, like his car wrecked on the side of the road, but he's okay. <laughs> if we kill but his correspondent before we're, before we're like an actual business, I'm going to laugh. Oh man. It's just like, <laughs> like, dude, don't, I was like, don't go unless you can make it. And then, then I see his car. I'm like, this car is not all wheel drive. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't even no, tell me. It's a tiny little car. It's There's no way you Come on, <laughs> man. Because it's Canadian and cocky, I guess. I don't know. I was like, man. drive in a blizzard. Man, you really needed a quick speed. lane. Yeah. yeah. God. That was good advertising for quick lane. But Chicken Zidane, <laughs> yeah, seriously. at least he, he lived in the the region of the bowl game, not coming mm-hmm. from another country. Which, I mean, Detroit and Canada, they're right next to each other. But still. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken Zidane was able to make it. He was able to. They, Finally, uh, get the Sickos Committee record with New Mexico State in the the game back to 500, because the one I went to they they lost to FIU. So uh, the Sickos Committee is one and one in the presence of New Mexico State. Uh, probably I'm the bad the bad juju, I guess. After I leave, it's better. So yeah, they had uh, the turnaround. <laughs> big turnaround. Let, let's go to the last drive that New Mexico State needed to seal it. Okay. Six minutes twenty seven seconds left. New Mexico State is hanging on to a five-point lead. New Mexico State runs, rattles off 13 plays for 43 yards and kills the entire clock to end the game. <laughs> so let's let's just see. Like, uh, so Diego Pavia on third and nine on the New Mexico State 26, he runs for nine yards to barely pick up the first down. On third and ten, the next the next set of downs on New Mexico State's 35. Pavia runs for 10 yards to pick up the first down. Like, just barely getting everything. Third and five, Pavia at the 50. Pavia completes a pass for six yards to get the first down. Sipping. And then third Sipping and two. Sipping at those yards. Third and two, Pavia gets five yards on a run to seal it. And that was it. Whatever third down they needed to get, New Mexico State barely got it and was just able to run off the clock. It was a great game. 
The third downs on this drive are incredible because the first downs on this drive are a horror show. We have first and 10, uh, Pavia pass complete for one yard. Next set of downs, run for negative two. Next set of downs, run for four yards, run for one yard, sack for negative one. <laughs> So what we're seeing or, sorry, is there, no, that's that's the kneel down. Sorry, they're 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 a late down team, is what you're saying. Yes, no, no, it, cool. it definitely improves with time. <laughs> that's what Pressure you love, team. That's what you love about team. it. But what what you want from your team is bad first and second downs, but just hair on fire third. That's what really makes it a fan feel comfortable watching their team. Mm-hmm. So what you're blessed. saying is Diego Pavia is going to transfer to Houston. Basic. Oh God! Oh gosh! <laughs> he would, oh my God! Oh man! Oh my stomach just churns. Oh God! Into existence. <laughs> it just popped into my head, and oh my God! <laughs> Want to say our boy Jerry Kill signed a new contract? Well, finally signed a contract. We'll put it that way. Yes. <laughs> With this, by signing this contract, it voids the one that he never signed. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and this contract was beautiful because it had some very Randy Edsel type things in it. The best, my favorite part was a 10K bonus for beating UTEP and a 10K bonus for beating New Mexico. More contracts should have bonuses for beating your rivals. That feels absolutely. good. That absolutely feels good. The better part was that it's only a $50,000 bonus if he wins the college national championship. <laughs> yes. Be- beating UTEP is not five times less than being the college national championship at New Mexico state. I don't care what they say. Listen, that's a, no, no. UTEP is 20% of a national title. And I'm, I will not hear an argument otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. I'm here for this. The question that I have though, is how much of a bonus does he get for that swaggy ass poncho? That's what I want. So good. Those ponchos were amazing. (laughs) Yes. God, it was really good. They came off the bus and Oh my God. I want one. He changed his avatar, his Twitter picture, to him holding the Starbucks cup with the poncho. Yes. Um, so he did that. Yeah, we we bullied him into that. Or not bullied, or praised him into that. They'll say that. Uh, there's the other there's some fun, funny things in the contract, too, for Jerry Kill. It's basically requiring New Mexico State to do certain things to the facilities. And, like, one is, like, repaving a certain lot. No, it's not repaving. It's not repaving. It's, it's paving. paving the lot. It's a dirt oh lot. My God. No, when I was there, when I was there, like, there's a lot. It's just dirt. And that's where all the kids were hanging out. Like, all the students hanging out, having fun. And it's just a dirt lot. And there's, like, you know, tents and stuff, whatever. And there's just a bunch of kids there. And then they're going to pave that lot now. So the, the, the way it's worded is that if they don't do these things, there is no buyout. Or that, that like, they, that basically he can quit the agreement with no buyout on his part. Mm. And it's one, install a new video board before the first home game of 2024. Two, constructing a new artificial grass practice field before the first home game of 2024. Three, pave New Mexico State's parking lot number 15 prior to the first home game. And four, a new football home football locker room prior to the first game of 2024. That's a lot of stuff. It is. Yeah. But but they like him. And he didn't take a huge bump in salary on this contract, but only 50K more. He's still getting paid like not like almost Terry Bowden money. I you know this this all seems good. He also apparently has an out where if the current athletic director leaves the position and the assistant that Jerry apparently likes does not get the job, he can also walk away. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one that I saw that I was like, huh, it's <laughs> that's weird. interesting. Yeah, that's excited about New Mexico State. They are very much in an upward position. That always makes us very yes. Happy. <laughs> we go FIU on. you to- next. Yeah, FIU next. Oh God, that one. No, Mike McIntyre, Mike McIntyre had a good year, and for they ended up like three and nine. But that was a really better three and nine. And they beat Mexico State, which wait, 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 wait. You said I did FIU had three and nine? No, they were five and seven. Oh, never mind then. I was underselling them. Sorry, they weren't having an Akron year. They were having an FIU year. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go to their home opener next. I'm year. sorry, That's four and eight. Four high eight. on my list. Okay, okay, so so okay, so you were a little too excited, and I was a little okay. There we go. Somewhere there in the middle. They were four and four after that point, and they lost four straight. That's what happened. Does anyone I think have somebody's any... happy that Pitt basketball just won? Do they? They haven't won yet. It's very oh. close. Okay, not yet. <laughs> can can someone tell it. me about what happened in the Camellia Bowl? Because I really don't remember. Buffalo won it. I know that. I know I watched this game, but I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> Kyle, Va- no, I remember this. 
Timeout. I remember this because Kyle Vantrese went off. 28 for 45, 352, two TDs, one end. Had a great day. It no, was... there was this. I remember this game because it was taking so long because everybody kept passing. Like nobody could yes. run the ball for anything. Uh, Buffalo threw the ball 38 times. Georgia Southern threw the ball 47 times. Hell yeah, they did. The, the clock would just not go away. This game, this game just was endless. And Buffalo was able to hang on and, and get the win at the end. Clay Helton doesn't get his bowl win. The incredible thing about this is both teams, you know, were passing like crazy and all that. And the score was really close. The yardage is relatively close, all of that. Buffalo nearly doubled up Georgia Southern's time of possession here. First responder bowl, Memphis just took it to Utah State. This was probably the most lopsided bowl game, well, until until the uh, until the second. <laughs> the one we talk about later. <laughs> until the second. This is probably the most lopsided bowl game I'd seen. I I watched not a snap of this one. I was just watching it by score and was like, no, thank you. I had pressed to this. I had to turn it down because I, I, I ended up being out of town because I didn't know I was going to be able to go to this one. But Memphis just took it to... Utah State. Like that's the Birmingham Bowl. This was East Carolina and Coastal for the Booty Trophy. Guys, that trophy has so much cheek on it. And they had the little <laughs> bobble butts too. Yes. They were great. They, they sell them in like the Birmingham like tourism stores. You could buy like bobble butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> people were sending us videos and just hitting <laughs> the Birmingham butt over and over again. And I, I could not get enough of it. I was, I was like, I'm going to Venmo you some money. Please buy me one. I am in the Birmingham area about once a year, mm-hmm. uh, like maybe 40 minutes outside of it. I'll probably be going there sometime this spring. So let me know and I will go in and pick up a ton of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the butt is so good. The butt's everywhere. <laughs> It's just, like, it's just, I, I'm not even going to say like freezing. Oh yeah, get in. the butt no. is so good. Oh, it's so good. The butt is everywhere. It's everywhere. It's ever. You can't get away from the butt. Can't, can't, no. Give it, give it a, give it that Birmingham butt. I think. Commish <laughs> wants to touch the butt. A, br- a Birmingham, like, Ooh, a Birmingham he butt. the butt. He touched the butt. Touched the butt. <laughs> Birmingham butt sounds like a really fucked up way to make pork barbecue. I was thinking that. I know it does. Yeah. Like I marinated it in lemonade. Right. Yeah. Oh. Lem- lemonade and cheer lemonade wine. And oh yeah. Doctor Pe- Yeah, cheer wine. There we actually, go. Actually, che- actually, a cheer like, wine. I mean, okay, like the Cane's up. lemonade. That cheer stuff. Wine oh yeah, that's. Oh. I don't think any of us that had watched Coastal Carolina in the last month were surprised by this result. No. Coastal has no. been self-immolating for the last month or so. Yes. And this just continued the process. Well, they, their they lost their coach. Is, uh, not and then Grayson was was in the game for a bit, and it was kind of close, and then he got hurt. Yeah. Um, again, he I guess he re-aggravated the injury. I, I don't know exactly what the injury was. And then from that point, Holton Ehlers just went off. For East yeah. Carolina, like they just could not stop them, and they scored like fifty three. Was it fifty three twenty nine? Was the final score? Yeah, it was. It was good. The pirate got the booty. I got the booty. Gosh. Oh, I had to work that in there. There we go. Man, I wish we had the whole <laughs> podcast right there because that would be the good, good way to cut oh it. Oh my god! Look at that oh. butt. Look at that butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Never, so- never show the trophy from the front. Just show it from the back. Why would you? I I don't I, I don't know that it needs a front. It could just be you could no, just like just, just, like not detail the front. Featureless front. We yeah, we love to watch it walk away. Uh huh. Featureless <laughs> front. Just tons of cake on the back. That's all you need. <laughs> Kendall front. Just... Cake back. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if I if I, win that, tro- if I win that if I win that show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! If I win that trophy, <laughs> I am pouring vodka down the back of that oh. and taking oh, shots off the ass. I'm no. <laughs> oh. the, Birmingham, the Birmingham butt shot. Uh huh. The Birmingham butt shot. There we go. <laughs> but is that a butt loose shot? That showing, up, showing, the, up, the back, showing up, showing up, showing up to the Birmingham Bowl next year. 
with an ice luge of the bur- of the bur- of the Vulcan statue. <laughs> Can we get like ice sculpture? Yeah, of, uh-huh. of the just Vulcan. Put, your, just put just... your fucking face down at the butt. We'll pour it in the top. It's great. Pour it in the mouth. Comes out the butt. What are we shooting from there? What are we gonna shoot? We need something Birmingham themed. I was thinking Jaeger, but I always think Jaeger and ice oh, luge. No. I just think Jaeger, I ice luge, and fighting. Jaeger cowards. Cowards. That's what Birmingham does. Yeah, there we Ooh, go. Hey. Man. Then our nightcap on that day was the guaranteed rate bowl. This is the one in the baseball stadium in Arizona. Was the first of our many holy shit, how is the field this bad games? Yes. Because <laughs> this one wasn't Not awful. The worst, though. But it was slippery. No. Not the worst. This is this is the home of the original Cheese It Bowl. Which, mm-hmm. you know, cheese it left. Now it's the guaranteed rate bowl. This is the, so it's like basically the, you're taking over the spirit of the original cheese it bowl in 2018 on this one. This was also the scene last year of the rainy bowl, rainy domed bowl game. Because oh, they yes, opened so the good. dome up while it was raining before the game started. Beautiful. Wonderful. Wisconsin won this. Again, if you watch Oklahoma State play football the last two months, this is not a surprise to you. Oklahoma State no. has slowly come apart at the seams due to injuries and various other things. They made it a closer game than it probably should have been. The presence of Mike Gundy. <laughs> but but Wisconsin quarterback Chase Wolf passed for 116, one TD, one int, and that was enough to win this game. They also had two rushing touchdowns, which is very Wisconsin as hell. The, the weirdness of this game was Luke Fickle was on the sidelines. He led but the like team he out, wasn't yeah. the coach. He yeah. had like the head headset on. Um, and then like Jim Leonard, who's leaving, was like the coach. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. Dynamic. It's been done before, but it was just a weird situation. Uh, the only thing that I really remember from this game is when Oklahoma State, I think their first six drives, they had 17 yards. And then their one the other drive they had was one play for like 80-something yards. Mm-hmm. And that was their only points. It was, it, and that was the first half. And it was a touchdown. It was an amazing touchdown. But like the wide receiver didn't have his mouthpiece in his mouth when he was running. Yeah. So it was like tethered to his his face mask, and it was just bouncing all over the place. And so he's running, and he's making all these moves. He's just running. I'm just watching the. It looked like a weird, like snake tongue, just just bouncing all over the place while he's running in for the touchdown. I I couldn't help but watch that highlight so many many times because of his his mouthpiece we move on to the military bowl hey pit girl duke is nine and four hey are you prepared to accept it are you prepared to accept a good duke team yes next year actually yes good for duke yo those duke kids they don't have enough good things to happen in their lives they needed this too (laughs) absolutely ran over ucf i i don't know i don't know if i've seen ucf look this bad in a while and i know that they were down some folks and that's fine but John Reese Plumley was their QB, and he's been in all season, and he did not look great. Zero TDs, one int, like just nothing. No, Duke's defense is is legit. Like they were just hounding. Elko they were all been, over UCF. Like they, as soon as like UCF had like a little momentum at, at all, or UCF would do like one good play and get a first down or something, and then like Duke's defense would like just immediately no, no more. That's enough of that. And just stopped. <laughs> it was incredible. Like Elko is a, a great defensive mind. Uh, it's I have never seen Duke's defense look this dominating, and their offense is is not is a perfect complement. It's, I mean, that's it, Duke good. That's all I gotta say. Duke good. That's it. Good. The Liberty Bowl. <laughs> the Liberty Bowl. I was flying when this game was on. Oh I was on God. my flight, and I I was flying, and Arkansas was up big. So I went, you know what? Nah, I'm going to switch over to the Holiday Bowl. I switched it. And I wasn't, I didn't have my phone on because I was on a plane. So I was like, I'm just going to switch to the Holiday Bowl. It's fine. It'll probably be better. And I get off the plane. I check my messages, check everything. And my phone is melting down because Kansas has woken up and absolutely run back into this game. I was shocked. So this is, this is something I, the commissioner is going to own here. So we had this one rated as a sicko's warning going into the game. And we were like, okay, six and six, Arkansas versus six and six, Kansas. This is going to be a bunch of fireworks. This is nuts. This is going to be great. 
And and really, like, you know, Arkansas field goal, 3 nothing. Then it's 7-3, Kansas is up. We're like, okay. Then Arkansas, bam, bam, bam. Just all of a sudden, Arkansas is up like 31-7. And then they go up 31-13. And this is probably one of the few times that I've actually downgraded a game. I downgraded yeah. it to a sicko's watch. So I lowered the thing to a sicko's watch. And, and of course, I kept watching the game because I was like, come on, Kansas, show some life, show some fight. Please just, you know, I mean, don't just be happy to be here. Show something. They, oh, boy, did they show something. <laughs> they showed up. Christ. And then and then I immediately upgraded it back to a warning. Like, I don't think it stayed a watch for like a little. I was, I was like, after like a couple plays and then Kansas made it like 38-23. And then I, I upgraded it back to a warning. I'm like, oh, what's going on? There was some questionable refing, y'all. <laughs> oh, it was, was super. It was super. Oh my suspect. god, these these refs were just. Oh my god! And then they had to admit after the game the next day. Can you imagine if Arkansas lost this game? It was ridiculous. By the way, don't yell at us about the refing and the bad calls. We can't fix that. <laughs> if you want to vent in the replies with that, go right ahead. But just don't angry yell at us. Just like try to deflect. And like, just put like venting in parentheses. I can't believe this rep just made this call. He was clearly down. It's not a fumble. Oh, oh my God. How did he call that targeting? You know, basically those two calls. I can't, we can't control it. No, bullshit. Just... I called, I called those myself you called, from the plane. I okay. called those yeah. calls. I All called right. in. Hey, uh, you guys want to guess where those refs were from? Hopefully they didn't hit anybody. Oh, the Pac-12, oh, was, of course. Those were Pac-12 refs. Those were Pac-12 refs, baby. Pac-12 comes to Memphis. This is also when we tell the listeners that we are the inheritors of the Buffalo Wild Wings chaos button. It seems that way. It, it yes. Was, yes, we have. We, we it own is in now. our possession. Yeah, we pass it around Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants style. Mm. <laughs> yes, exactly. You have to wear it on your chest like a GoPro. Did they ever discuss right. how those pants fit all those different women? Is that is that That's covered in the lore? Magic. The magic of the pants. Yes. I mean, the magic of the pants is that they fit everyone. Yes. I, yes. I could, I could fit into the pants. I could fit into the pants. Yes. Okay. You got them. You could fit in the pants. Are you in the sisterhood? The I only person who would not be able to fit in the pants is, is definitely the Vulcan trophy. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't make, they don't make jeans for that. They don't make, they don't make jeans to hold that in. Custom. You got to you gotta <laughs> order custom. You can't go off the rack with those. You got to get custom jeans. <laughs> the Vulcan going to be an Instagram <laughs> model. It's a bolt of denim. We're just going to wrap you in this. Kansas, Arkansas, you know, Arkansas rushed for almost 400 yards in this game. It was just the Wampin show. KJ Jefferson had, God, I think, 130. Just, oh, and so brutal. It was, it was just physical. And he was, he was going off early in this game. He had one play, he had a 32 yard rush where it looked like he was going to get sacked like 10 yards in the backfield. And he, yeah shook off three people and got down to the nine. And one of my, my mom was in the room watching the game or like not really paying attention to the game with me, but she saw that play and she's like, this guy is awesome. Like that was amazing. He's so strong. Like that was incredible. Why have I not heard of this guy? <laughs> Cause she's not, you know, super plugged into all of this no. on that level. And then he immediately throws a pick in the end zone on the next, the next play. Pick. It, just, <laughs> it undid all of it. And it hurts so much. It was, it was a lot of, <laughs> It was a lot of fun there. That was, that was just like it's just classic. Like wow, this is an amazing play, and then like immediately just ruins it the next play. And Arkansas fans were just like, oh, it's ridiculous. I think there was the there touchdown. was a lot of that in this game on both sides. But it was especially amazing. on the Jalen Daniels side. threw a couple of picks, like, or threw I mean, well, at least one pick that I can remember. That yeah. was the same thing. It was like oh, and basically they're, they're, like Arkansas is like ten. Yeah, he had two in the game, but one of them was especially painful. <laughs> yeah, there, there was some that was just like gut wrenching. The the overtime touchdown, which the Liberty Bowl is amazing for this, mm -hmm. because of where the stands set up and how old the stadium is, is yes. just like the camera gets blocked by people standing in the top <laughs> rows, and so when Kansas gets the touchdown, they get the touchdown, and then like you see like the. I don't know if it was a, a, a it was just a person in a hoodie, in yeah, a, in a in a, a a pig hoodie onesie or whatever it was. I didn't even see it was a touchdown. All I saw was that fan's reaction to it, just the immediately like they yeah. duck. You, and then you, you see don't a Kansas see the touchdown, <laughs> and you see a Kansas fan like come up below them and does like uppercut punch celebrating. 
Like, like it, was yeah. so, it was so amazing just to get that reaction. Right before the Arkansas person in the onesie stands up, there's like a Kansas, like a kid probably in a beanie jumping up and down. Like it's just art. Yeah, you know, like, Jalen Daniels is rolling out, rolling out, rolling out. He throws the ball. This guy stands up and just blocks the entire end zone. And then you see Kansas fans celebrating, but you cannot see the guy that he threw the ball to you don't, at all. You don't all, see anything. You're just perfect. like, okay, oh, all right, it's a touchdown. But that's how <laughs> like the Liberty the Bowl is designed. The, yeah. That's oh, how it's designed. Uh, like, if they're standing up and it's a packed house, it's it's just it's nuts. I mean, it was, a, it was an absolute great bowl game. Just fantastic. Which like basically read it, led into the one right after this. Like we didn't get any break, we went straight to the Holiday Bowl right yeah, after it was, that. It one. was on. At the, it was on at the same time. Same time, I, essentially. Yes. Right. So, so I made the mistake and I flipped over. We'll go on to the Holiday Bowl because I flipped over to it, expecting that this was going to be the fireworks game, and this was fun. It was not a fireworks game. I expected this game to be a thousand points. I mean, it hit the under. The Holiday Bowl never hits the under. <laughs> This Especially with these two teams this year, exactly. Yeah. But it, you know, it was just not not a lot of scoring. Slippery baseball grass again. So I mean, you're not going to get a high scoring game. A perfectly fucking good football field in that town. Why? I like baseball stadiums when I guess when they're when like you have no have another option, but. Literally a brand new stadium in the town. Oregon ends up winning that one, eight, 28 to 27 over North Carolina. Mac looks super unhappy the whole game. Mac look, Mac looks look just angry, which is just how it goes. The, the best part was when Oregon, you know, they score a last second touchdown essentially to take, to tie the game. And then the extra point that he doinks it in oh, and we had Gus Johnson yeah. on the call. <laughs> just, was great. just losing his mind because <laughs> this was the only Fox Bowl game we got, and of course they discussed Johnson on this Fox Sports extra just, point. Just Sports, oh, oh my god, it dunked it in. Just, just, just going absolutely insane. North Carolina has some time left, and then of course the last play of the game, miraculously, Mac Brown. They still got one second left. That was the, oh God. <laughs> Has that happened before? Oh, it always happens for Mac Brown. I posted, <laughs> I posted the picture and every Nebraska person in our timeline was like, I'm not even, we're not even the fucking, we're on a bowl. We're off this year. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do this to me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's it just, it like, it's just like you had the picture faster than me. I was about to tweet it and I saw you already tweeted it to Mac Brown one second. And then all Nebraska fans are like, oh, I'm not again. What is wrong with you? Why would the you do this to me? same exact thing happened in our Discord. Because I posted it in there and everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? No. <laughs> I was just, I mean, Why I was literally dying laughing when that one second came up again. I'm like, Mac Brown just always gets one second left. No matter what. It's like Mac Brown took one of those things where the, the bad Instagram or Facebook memes, like take too many pills or like take two pills. It's like always get one second when you need it back on a plane. He stores the extra second in his puffy coat. Yeah, that's why it's fucking. That's where the extra seconds live. It's a bag of beaver nuggets in one second. Oh look, I've got one second in here, huh? How'd I get in there? Have we considered maybe that's what the weird handshakes are? Is he's siphoning clock management out of Mm. other coaches and? some of these clock commander incidents that we've had, we need to look back and see when the last time they played Mac so, was. Cause... So Mac Brown is like the machine from the Prentice Bride. He steals time. Yes. 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 Yep. Okay. How was his handshake? I didn't actually see the handshake. Uh, uh, Dan Lanning evaded it very well. He uh, was able to duck Smart and dodge. Man. He was able to duck. Yeah, and do- cool. Okay, I didn't mean that. Sorry. You got a, no, got a hug. Got a little bit of a hug. <laughs> a little bit of a hug and a pat. I'm looking at it right now. It was because Mac was in a quarter zip. That's, That's right. Yeah, he he wasn't in the jacket. That's true. Oh, nope. hey y'all. No camo. To I got seen. I got I got a quarter zip for Christmas because, and I quote, "You're too old to wear shorts and a hoodie." Oh, <laughs> that is an attack on Pennsylvanian culture. <laughs> you said that. Come on, that's that's everywhere. Need that. That's my culture. You can't tell me not yeah. to do that. My senator wears that. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, all right, Pit Girl, where are we invading? Yes. <laughs> Come liberate me, please. 
the late night game on the 28th was the Texas Bowl in Houston. 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 Man, Ole Miss, Miss looked like poop most of this game. Tech just went off on them. I think Tech looked like they had something to prove. Yeah, they were they were angry. Like they they played their defense played just so angry. I think their linebacker was just I mean, he was trying to like hurdle blockers. He was just I can't I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think it was number one. But like he was everywhere and he was just so mad. Justin Dart Justin Dart was having a bad time. He was not having a great time. Ole Miss was not having a good time. I think they just failed another fourth down. They failed to convert another fourth down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lane. The, eventually, you'll be proven right, but I think you didn't convert another fourth down. Go for it on your 12. Oh, you'll get that one. That was that was both teams. Like Yes. It was nuts. You know, there were 13 combined fourth down attempts in this game. The difference was <laughs> Texas Tech. Commit, uh, converted five out of six and yeah. uh, Ole Miss was two for seven. So yes. the five turnovers that they had don't count the five turnovers on downs that they also had. You, you know what it reminds me of? Seven. It was, it was an Oregon, yeah. it was an Oregon <laughs> Nebraska game a couple years back. I think Oregon was in Lincoln. I forget who the coach of Oregon was at the time, but he just kept going for it on, like kept going for two. Like, just go for it for two every time, every time. And failed, like, six two-point attempts or something insane like that. And just have been like, no, fuck it. We're going to keep going. And I had the same feeling watching this. Like, Lane, it's not working. I don't care if you think, like, like yes, over a long enough period of time, you're going to revert to the mean. I get that. But small sample size says that's not going to happen. Might not happen today. Like, I get what you, I get the numbers you're thinking about, but it ain't today. The first the punt in this game, mm-hmm. would anyone want to guess when that occurred? Oh, it was I, like in guess. This, like third quarter? I'm going to go fourth quarter. Yeah, early fourth. Uh, it was it was just after halftime. It was okay. two minutes into the third. Okay. But... <laughs> God. Who won the rodeo? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Okay. Won that... the rodeo. Sure. I would think, you know, I mean, Texas Tech, you better beat Ole Miss in a rodeo. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll that would be so this. fucking embarrassing. <laughs> that would be very embarrassing for you, Texas Tech. You, you know, you're the pride of the meat judging world. I think, you know. I don't know. They're slipping. I had a lot A&M of fun. fans are going to fight you. <laughs> I had a lot of, well, I mean, again, dynasty, but NM won it this year. I know. Yeah, that, upstarts. That, that's, that's one thing they won this year. But, yes, uh, uh, I had fun beveling, like, the Texas Tech, the Mask Rider. I had, that oh, was a lot yes. of fun to bevel yep. that one. That I think I turned... One of their old school Texas Tech logos. It looked like a he looked like a robot from Westworld. Mm-hmm. It was just so ridiculous. And then I, what was it? Was it Little Red? Was the one? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Look like oh, so great. That was a good one. What do I need to do to get to watch Lane Kiffin try bulldogging in boat shoes? Oh no! Ooh. I you because you know that his team did not show up in the right footwear. I'm just gonna say it right now. Oh no! Oh yeah! I guess Ole Miss did not show up in the right footwear for this. I, I lived I in Oxford for 13 anything. years. They don't own the right footwear for this. I, I guess that, yeah. <laughs> no way. Okay, I found a game where Oregon went for all the fourth downs. They got what the first it? one on a run, uh, and they missed the last three. Yeah. This was... 2015, maybe? 2016. Yeah. Okay. Tommy Armstrong Jr. Wow, remember some guys. Yep. Who was the coach Head of Oregon? Coach Mark Helf- it was Mark Helfrich. Oh, that was, that was Helfrich's like, first year Experts. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Announcer legend. So that was the 28th. And that was the day that we started realizing, hey, these bowls are getting a little weird. Like it had been not a normal season up to that point, but things have started like that Liberty Bowl really got people to perk up. Then the 29th comes 